Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Lots to talk about. There's more DeSantis news. He's making some moves in Florida that other states should make as well. Guy isn't just out there, you know, dodging bullets from the left. He's out there also talking about very smart moves for his state, for Florida. Very, very interesting. We'll get into that in just a moment. We'll have Ken Paxton on at the bottom of the hour. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, uh, and, he, and he last minute jumped on with us. Uh, we didn't have this plan, but with the Salazar thing going on, I wanted to know, what can the Attorney General in Texas do when a sheriff goes rogue like this to spend taxpayer money investigating nothing? I also wanted to know, can the governor do something? Ken's got answers to that. We talk about it at length, about what you can do here compared to what, like in Florida, DeSantis went ahead and just suspended a district attorney who said he wasn't going wasn't gonna to uphold the law. Can you do that in Texas? It turns out it's different from state to state. We'll have that also. Uh, the, the case that he and other attorneys general just won about social media and censorship. And uh, we also get into whether credit card companies or like PayPal can say, we're not going to let you use our service to buy guns, even though it is something that is protected by the Second Amendment. We get into all that, and then some. And then hour number three is going to be Mike Davis, who's back with the latest on the Mar-a-Lago raid, the reason why people are attacking Judge Eileen Cannon, but they weren't attacking Bruce Reinhardt, who signed the warrant, um, and much, much more. I mean, that case gets gets nuttier by the day. You've got Mike Pompeo out there saying, yeah, it's horrible what they did at Mar-a-Lago, but nobody should have classified information. Is that for a political reason? Because he knows better than that on a Tuesday. Uh huh. That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing, Carrie? I'm doing okay. How are you? You're better than okay in my book. Hmm. Polo's making it happen. Sam in the his house. I'm your talk boy, Joe Pag. Let's go. Ron DeSantis has them all in a tizzy. And I think that the biggest reason why people have a problem with Ron DeSantis is because he just won't let them cancel him. He won't let them force him to be woke. I think they thought that he was going to take their accusations and their and their salvos and he'd say, well, listen, I understand where you're coming from. You know, let's work together and try to be a bipartisan this and that. Um, and and it, it just hasn't happened. Not only hasn't it happened, he's hit them back twice as hard as they've hit him. Now, let me ask those of you watching and listening something. Do you really think the governor, Ron DeSantis, has done such a fabulous job, would have chartered a flight and put these people up in a hotel 
gave them all their necessities, and flown them to Martha's Vineyard if he thought he was going to break the law? Do you really think that he thought he was going to break the law? You don't think that he's got lawyers that he talked to? It's, it's money that they had a surplus in Florida, and it's money that's put aside for, I think, immigration um, transportation. It could be for something else, but they're using the money, and it's legal to use it, although some in Florida, some lefties in Florida, are trying to say you can't use that money for this, and that's something they can work out politically in Florida. But do you really think that he would have done this had, had he thought even for a second that would be illegal? And by the way, the administration... And people like uh, the sheriff in Bear County, Texas, Salazar, they're hanging their hat on the fact that these people were from Venezuela. Have you noticed, Carrie, that their language is all different? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I've, no, I've noticed that. And the reason why it's different is because they're not from the Northern Triangle, which is Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, because those people coming to America would be breaking the law to come here, pretending like they deserve asylum when they don't. There is no asylum claim from those three countries. Those coming from Mexico don't have an asylum claim either. They're in a free democratic state. Um, They just want to come here because there's more here. It's a land of plenty, land of opportunity. Do it legally and come on. Love to have you. They keep on pointing out, and I think somebody else uh, mentioned Cuba the other day as well, because, again, they think that they've got a winning argument. Go ahead. President Biden mentioned uh, Cuba as well as Nicaragua today. But Nicaragua is not a dictatorship, is it? I think it used to be. I don't know. I'm just, uh, that's, you know, one of the countries I know that he did. mentioned today. No, so. I'm with you. So I think they had, they think they have a winning argument. I, I don't, I don't know if they still have a strong man in Nicaragua. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm not an expert on Nicaragua, but I know that Cuba is certainly still a communist country. And so is Venezuela. Venezuela gets worse every day. So people from there do have an asylum claim. And what they have to do, because Salazar, I think, says they were here legally, or Biden says they were here legally, or Jean-Pierre, somebody says they were here legally. Well, you're really not if somebody doesn't meet you at the border saying, okay, where are you from, what is your claim, and now you're here legally, here are the, pa- here are the papers to say that you are. Now, again, grew up in, Carrie, I talk about it all the time, grew up in Florida. Mm-hmm. When Cubans would come to Florida, they were allowed to stay because they were running from communism. When Haitians came to Florida, they weren't necessarily allowed to stay, although they were being run by a dictatorship by, by Papa Doc. Duvalier and Baby Doc. So we really do pick and choose who can and can't stay. And it used to be that if you weren't from a place, like remember how big a deal it was when a Soviet person would defect to the United States? Yes. That was a humongous deal. And we wanted to do that because we knew they were being killed for their beliefs. We knew that that those from Cuba were being killed for their, their beliefs. We knew that those from fill in the blank, you know, horrible country, North Korea, if they could ever get out, they really can't. Or those from East Germany back in the day were being killed for their beliefs and were being controlled by, by a communist dictator. So those are the provisions for asylum. The idea that, you know, remember the picture of the little girl that was crying that was the poster child for all oh, illegal children I that do. were being ripped? They were being ripped from the arms of their parents. Yeah, I remember that. Of course, in the same picture are her mother's legs. Yes. But she's standing there next to her mother. And maybe the girl had wanted a, a milk or maybe she had to go pee-pee. Who knows? She wasn't crying because she was ripped from the arms of her mother who was standing next to her. And then when the mother was questioned, turns out the mother took the kid from her father, who still lives in Honduras, and is a truck driver, and decided to come to America. There was no asylum claim. 
She just wanted a better life, and I get that. My grandfather came. He wanted a better life. He had to go through Ellis Island. I had to be stamped a WAP without papers if, in fact, they didn't have papers. He did. They had to prove that they didn't have the plague, prove that they were there, prove that they had a sponsor on this side, and that they had a trade, and they were brick masons. But today, you just come in, and if somebody says you shouldn't, they're a racist. So they keep on now bearing down on the fact that these people were from Venezuela. In Venezuela, they're eating their pets because there's no food. People are dying of starvation and thirst. People wait in long lines just to try to get some food as Maduro dines on caviar and prime rib. This was a country that was beautiful. This was a country that was a free democratic society. And then Hugo Chavez convinced them that he was for the people. And as soon as he got elected, he took over every industry, including the oil industry. And became a, an iron fist leader. That he died of cancer, thankfully. And don't be writing me about, I shouldn't be happy somebody died. Look, I've lost too many people with cancer. I've had cancer myself and survived. I'm not happy that he died of cancer, but I'm happy he's no longer walking the earth. Now you got a guy that some would say is even worse than Maduro. So people coming from Venezuela are looking for a better life, and I believe they have viable asylum claims. So how exactly is it a bad thing to fly them to Florida and then fly them to Martha's Vineyard after putting them up in a hotel? How exactly is that bad? How is that a worse plight for them than staying in Venezuela? Or than staying in a border town in Texas that just doesn't have the money and services to handle them? Let me tell those who are listening. If you want Kamala Harris, did you see the Kamala Harris speech? No, I did not. Kamala Harris talked about why they're injecting money into community banks. You didn't see that? Mm -mm, I did not. She talks about the importance of community banking and why it's so important to the community. You didn't see this? Mm -mm, No. To give people a five-minute warning, I will play that in about five or six minutes, something like that. Got Kamala Harris explaining why it's important to inject money into the community banks because it is for the community. Okay. Follow me? Okay. A lot of community. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm just here to say you might want to see this. Now, <laughs> that having been said, Ron DeSantis is also doing something else. He's not just out here flying illegals around the, around the country or those who are legally here either way. Um, he's also doing something that's very smart that you really can't argue against if you're on the left. Fill us in on the taxation stuff he's doing. Uh, yes, I can. This is from... Hold on. I know you Coming can. Up. Um, do I have, I have faith in your ability to do this. <laughs> Killing right, some time. We go. And we're going to get it. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, this is from ABC on Tuesday. Governor Ron DeSantis announced new family-focused tax relief proposals at a Bradenton restaurant. The proposals include some permanent exemptions and some that last for a year. The proposed exemptions include things like baby and toddler necessities, including cribs and strollers, children's books and toys, children's athletic equipment, household supplies, pet food and medications and more. 
Santos said there was a lot of success with the tax holidays passed in the last legislative session, which included an exemption on children's diapers and clothing. That holiday started on July 1st and ends on June 30th, 2023. The governor said in next year's tax relief package, the state's going to work with the legislature to create a permanent sales tax exemption on baby necessities. He said the state's also going to propose a permanent sales tax exemption on all cribs and strollers. We can do this tax relief really without breaking a sweat at this point, DeSantis said. We're going to do it and we're going to deliver for the people of the state more than ever before. The governor is also proposing permanent exemptions on medical supplies and over-the-counter pet medications. Some of the other proposed tax exemptions would last for a year. The proposals also include expanding the annual back-to-school sales tax holiday. Saving money through getting rid of taxation on some necessities. On some important things, that's a really smart thing to do. What people do in Democrat states is they raise taxes on everything and raise regulations on everything, then complain about how horrible the rich are or something. This is the right thing to do. This is what a governor should do. It's almost like the explanation of what a sheriff should do that I did last last hour that I should not have had to do. This is the job. And if you do the job well, and DeSantis is, you should get reelected rather easily, and he probably will. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. When we come back, I'm going to show you Kamala Harris, very profound about community banking, plus your phone calls on the Joe Pags Show. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad you stopped by. Thanks a lot for taking the time. The Joe Pags Show. Lots going on. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Moments away from Kamala Harris and community banking. Carrie, a lot about community banking from Kamala Harris. I in understand. This one. Okay. I'm going to count how many times you have not, she you, says no, that. You've not. I, I didn't say I she have. says it a lot. I'm just saying there's a okay. lot about community banking. Okay. I can't wait to hear that. You didn't, you didn't see this or hear it? Huh? No, I didn't know Wow. That. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, I'll have that for you in a second. 888-941-PAGS. Go to JoePags.com and click on any social media that you like. Go follow me there. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. You could send me an email. I've got to tell you about, um, about the money issues you might be facing and how Congress doesn't have to worry about that. We hear about it every day. Fiscal this and financial that and the debt and the deficit and all that. And Congress doesn't have to worry about it. The central government can just take more of our money. We can't do that. Well, you shouldn't do that anyway. Uh, so if you're reaching your debt ceiling and you can't go past it, if you're buried in bills, trying to keep up with all the credit cards, sig- signature loans, he said, internet loans and timeshares, get off the treadmill, get some total financial freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for 15 years, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut their payments in half. Don't believe me? Give them a call, 800-833-9444. Call right now. Ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. If you mention my name, you'll get that book. You're going to call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded people. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints ever. Call Total Financial right now. 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Make that happen and make it happen right now. I've got to give you Kamala Harris because, again, I think it's important that we figure out the uh, community banking. What exactly is community banking? I mean, I think what does this that is entail? in reference. 
I think this is in reference to Bank of America, and, and I could be wrong, but I think this is in reference to Bank of America basically saying if you're black or Hispanic or a minority or who they consider marginalized, you're going to get like 0% loans for a short time or going to be some sort of an arm involved and more loans for people like that and not as many loans for whitey like you, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I think banking. that's what community banking is. I, I could be wrong. Okay. But I tell you what, let's just have Kamala Harris tell us all about it. Okay, it would be good Come if I had now, her tell us all, all about it. Can you imagine if it has no audio? Wouldn't that just suck? No, it's got audio. Give me a second. Let's get Kamala Harris. Uh, this go. again is about community banking. So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. Is she kidding? Community banks are in the community? What? <laughs> Just uh, tell me if you think she's kidding. Does she go out there and say, I don't say, Watch think this? she is. I, I Come don't. on, man. I think she's, she's kidding, very right? serious, and I don't think so. I think she says something like community banking is important to the community because it's in the community. They Ooh. know what the community needs in the community. Wow. I'm, I'm going to play it again. Community. But okay. I wonder, because she, she's not stupid. Mm-mm. She's the former attorney general of, of California. I mean, this is somebody who has risen to the second top job. She's the first black woman to do that, uh, or female, period, to do that. And this is what she came up with? I mean, let me ask you this. Do you think somebody wrote this and then she read it? No way. I, I, I don't know. It could have been maybe it was just off the cuff, and she felt like, I need to say community a lot in the next minute. I'm not really sure. I, I've got to play it again because <sighs> um, I think the community deserves it. Absolutely. Here we go. So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. I don't know how you would say community that many times. (laughs) I'm having a hard time following that. Um, I get it. And she says it and she shakes her head as if you're supposed to shake (sighs) your head with her or something. Um, I mean, Does she according say to Willie Brown, after that? I, um, according to Willie Brown, she slept her way to the top. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at some point, somebody's going to say, well, listen, that was great, Kamala, but there's no way you're going to be the vice president. Because at some point, well, you've got to look at her and say, what, what is it that you're bringing to the table? Because this is not Talk unique. About community. If this were unique, I'd give her a pass. But it's not. She does this all the time. Her speeches are basically, all right, I've got to say the one word seven times. Let's just do, get some filler words in there too. Then it comes out like this. So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. Come on, man. I keep, maybe she thinks if I keep saying the word community, they're going to understand what I'm trying to say, but I don't. I, I don't. You know when I knew this was real, Carrie? I'll uh, be honest with you. Yeah, when? When she went on that radio show and she was asked about Ukraine and Russia. Oh. Could you explain yeah, that? I remember that. I remember that. And I thought, I thought she was kidding. Well, Russia is a big country. And next door, Ukraine, is a smaller country. Well, she sounded like she was talking to a group of children. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the big country was bullying the little country. So we have to, I think she also said, they're in Europe. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? You know what I mean? She's the, she's the number two in command. He croaks. This is what we have. Something, God forbid, I want Joe Biden to live to be 100. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure what I want here. But if, he, if something happens to him, we get this. So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. See, no. Can't do it. Joe Pack Show coming back with A.G. Ken Paxton. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.